So our special guest today is Dr. Stuart Noth. <coughs> welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Stuart, and how you got started in the horror genre. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a horror writer based in uh, Bedfordshire, um, and I've been writing for quite a while since I was since I was a little kid. I would always write little stories, and uh, when I got into my teens, I really started writing a bit more seriously. Uh, finished my first novel when I was about eighteen, nineteen, but I sat on it for about ten years, uh, and then while in that period of time, whilst I was at uni made the transition to horror because it's it's much it's a lot of fun to write so yeah so what why did you sit on the, the story for 10 years didn't you have the confidence to do well, it or was it time well this was back back then uh, you used to have to buy a book full of uh, literary agents and publishers and you would send it you'd print it out and send it off uh, physically uh, you probably could do it electronically but it was still kind of um physically done and um basically kind of sent it off to a few places didn't really hear a huge amount back and uh, got a bit discouraged from that and uh, life kind of got in the way because like university and everything and uh, when I printed out the manuscript and went through it it needed a huge amount of changes and I sat on it for that long because I knew it was going to take me a long time to rewrite it but I did eventually manage to get that sorted and get it published uh, but it, it, yeah, I did sit on it for a long time, and in that time, I kind of a lot of my writing changed. The style changed a bit, so it was it was really interesting for me getting back into the headspace I was in when I first wrote it as like a, an angsty teenager, yeah. And then coming back to it when I was like in my early thirties, having to be like, okay, let's get the Lincoln Park on and get back into that headspace. Yeah. So was it sort of like the first horror story that you ever wrote? No, this one was, uh, I, I don't really know how to describe that story. This was, um, this is my urban vigilante coming of age thriller type story. Um, it's, it's not really horror at all. It's more, it's, yeah, it's more kind of a, a young adult story for old young adults. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't do horror until after I'd written that. Um, I don't. Th- I think originally my my uh, inclination was towards writing sci-fi, but I've never really been able to properly do that. It's it's always been a difficult one for me to circle back to, and yeah. in the back of my head is always, can you get back to sci-fi? Can you write something sci-fi? I'm like, mm, I could, but I still got like another urban horror thing going on, or I've got this existential horror at the back of my mind. So um, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't horror at all that first. It's the only story i've written that isn't horror at this point so fantastic so walk us through your process the first story idea so where do your ideas normally come from so uh they used to come from nightmares um i used to have nightmares and i would drop them down and then develop from there but in the last 10 years or so i've kind of stopped remembering dreams and nightmares which has been a bit annoying yeah so but luckily i have a backlog of ideas so generally i kind of pull from my everyday life around me so i'll write about uh when i used to work in retail and, and how boring that was and flip it on its head by tossing in like a werewolf or something uh or i would kind of write about home life and how everything's in the suburban home is quite routine and normal and then you throw in like the old the old poltergeist yeah. um so generally i kind of pull from my my everyday life and a lot of media i'm a big horror uh, movie fan 
and I, I read a fair bit of Stephen King, so I kind of pull a lot of influences from them as well. So how do you go about creating compelling characters for your stories? So I normally, when I get an idea, I'll... Um, I kind of plot it out as best as I can. I very rarely um, am a pantser. Uh, it's only a couple of times where I'll just sort of write off the top of my head. But I'll, I'll plot out the uh, the general outline of the story. And then once I've got that sorted, I start creating the main character, uh, where basically it's a rewrite of the synopsis from their point of view. And in that, kind of work out who they are, how old they are, where they are in life, what aspects of my personality they're going to have if any uh, and then if there's any secondary characters they kind of bleed off of that and it usually for me is it's quite a hierarchy of the main character has the most characterization and then yeah. sec- secondary characters will have some but they're generally less nuanced they usually have i, f- I feel like it's i see them as kind of character actors where they have to have a couple of uh, defining traits but usually only one or two and they're there to kind of contrast as the main character who are, who are to be a little bit more complex yeah. um so i kind of i definitely try to plot them out but then when i start writing um sometimes they just they take on that mind that life of their own and if, if my writing decides that they've gone down a certain path uh then i just go with that and uh, and see where they grow and see how that takes them and, and if it if i can loop it around to the the intended ending that's even better yeah do you base any of those off experiences or any of your own fears? Mm. Yeah, all, all of my characters are, are very much based on different aspects of myself. Um, sometimes more so than others. Like um, the first story I wrote, Nightshade, is based on my time as like an angsty teenager. I wrote um, uh, Here There Be, which is a witch story based in a small village which is kind of very based on me as a child, as like a preteen. And then lately, a lot of the stuff I've been writing has been um, late 20s, early 30s, um, with kind of where I am now. And it will be sort of different stages of my life, different experiences. And I'll, I'll draw from that depending on where those characters are. Like I wrote a character who was uh, a writer who was very frustrated with uh, being self-published and trying to make an impact on social media and actually trying to get his work noticed. And that was me kind of venting my uh, own frustrations with that process, which I think made him quite um, relatable to a lot of readers because yeah. he, he wasn't exactly, he wasn't exactly the most um, forthright or strong character, but that was the point. He was supposed to be kind of bleak and, uh, and depressing. And uh, I think I had a lot of fun writing that because Normally, I like to write my characters to be a little bit cocksure, maybe a little bit snarky. But he he was just like, he just wanted to be hidden, but also be seen at the same time. Yeah. So I, I'll do, yeah, I like to try and pull from different aspects if I can. Fantastic. Have you based any of the stories off your own sort of like fears or experiences? <laughs> yeah, I I will do. Yeah, I, I usually, a lot of them are based on ah. uh, fears of kind of... Uh, darkness there's always like a kind of foreboding ominous feel of like trying to trying to capture that feeling of uh, of nightmares that you just can't quite escape from but other times i've i've sort of drawn on fear of like flying or a fear of failure uh, or a fear of like the unknown sort of growing up and like taking those next steps and things like that so i, I do try to draw on uh, that there was fears of like i haven't touched on all of them i 
I think I still need to write properly about uh, a character who's afraid of flying or like uh, going, like go, going on the, going fast and things like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually, yeah, I tried to I tried to pull them out. There was uh, we recently, uh, me and my wife recently had a son, and he's seven seven months old now. And uh, a lot of my writing lately has been drawing on kind of the the fears of like um, pregnancy and uh, and raising a child and kind of keeping that 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 a lot that idea going of like can you actually look after this uh, this small thing that's suddenly in your life Um, which uh, I didn't intend to do it just kind of happened as I was writing I was like oh I can touch upon this I can touch upon like you know losing people due to illness and the general sense of like loss as well is, is usually is usually in there because I, I like to try to tap into those primal fears to try and see if we can if I can relate to people on some level yeah so in your stories do you sort of like uh, are there any particular themes that you follow or have one unintentionally followed Lately, uh, I have been, yeah, I've, I've been quite influenced by uh, Lovecraft, even though I didn't actually really enjoy m- many of the stories I read of his, which is kind of this idea of this unknowable darkness that lurks outside of our reality and how that is kind of influencing the world around us in, in terms of like unquiet spirits or demonic forces and things like that. And they usually kind of manifest in a way that relates to uh fears regarding like abuse and loss and uh struggles so i I do i do uh, abuse as well tends to come up quite a bit in um in my stories it's like well if characters are going through a hard time then you could relate the supernatural events they face to that and sometimes that's more explicit than others they'll usually be like if they've lost someone uh that person that um the person they've lost their image is kind of evoked in this kind of horrific way by whatever's haunting them that 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 turns up quite a lot as uh, kind of an explicit um personification of that fear of loss so that that does come up quite a bit so you're a doctor um are you yes. a general doctor or are you a specialized doctor uh, I, I have to disappoint you by just saying uh, I'm a PhD graduate, so I'm not actually like a medical doctor. Right. So I can't help you with any like um, boils or lesions or <laughs> aches and pains you might have. Uh, I did. Uh, I studied um, adaptations, just kind of like advanced film studies. Yeah. So I, I wrote about um, movies that were based on uh, video games and comic books. And did a lot. Spent a lot of time writing about zombie movies and uh, and uh, uh, kung fu movies. So uh, I'm a that kind of tied into my my cinephile uh, ways. So yeah. I'm much more of an, an academic doctor than than a medical one. Unfortunately, if I if I have any medical ailments, I usually Google them and then get sent into a spiral of paranoia and depression. So <laughs> oh, I was going to ask if you use any of that sort of like in your writing as well. I well usually um, I haven't quite touched on that aspect yet. It's usually uh, occasionally characters will will either have been to university or make mention that they've they've had some time at uni. But the way the way I write, I'm always kind of like ten years behind where I am right now. So I, I haven't written yet a story which is based 
at university when I was first there as an undergraduate. That's still kind of to come. Um, yeah. So I have no idea when I'll get around to actually writing about my time as a PhD student. But um, that probably that's not that exciting because I did a lot of my PhD student uh, stuff was very much. I went in once or twice a week. It wasn't like living it like I was an undergraduate. But um, it did kind of teach me about time management and uh, kind of keeping track of how much I'm doing. And I like to think it's given me a good good, uh, head for attention to detail. But then I read through some of my stuff and see see the errors. And I'm like, oh, crap, I've got to (laughs) change this and and edit this. Um, I I think it definitely helped. But... As uh, anyone who's who's written reports or essays uh, at university will will probably agree that it's very it's, it doesn't really prepare you for writing um, like fiction because the, all the rules that you learn at uni don't really apply like double spacing and the the presentation and and the voice is all very different uh, from one to the other. But it definitely did. Like I'm used to writing, so and it got me used to staring at a screen and procrastinating as well. Got to stare at that wall for a couple of hours. It's uh, half my university life. It's just staring at a wall or being drunk. So, <laughs> so what's the hardest part that you think of writing a horror book itself? I think for me, um, the hardest part is always getting started. Even even when you have an idea, like uh, it's the blank page. Yeah, I know I've always said like, oh, this next story or this next book could be the last one because I don't know if I've got any more in me, which is why I've kind of pivoted lately towards writing short stories that are about five to 30,000 words long and then collecting them together in my own anthologies because I know I can write a shorter story. But if I look at an idea, uh, even before I've plotted it out, I can kind of tell how how much legs it's got. And I look at it and I think this is never going to be 300,000 words unless I mean Stephen if Stephen King wrote it it would be it would be like a, it would be like 15,000 pages or something but yeah. I'm like I'm not going to drag this out a huge amount because I, I just want it to be the story that it is so for me the hardest part is the blank page a lot of people say it's editing but I actually enjoy it editing because when you edit you've written the story you've you've done it so all, you just go back through it and you're checking for errors and you're adding and you're taking away and you can expand on it which which for me is a lot easier to do than creating that blank page especially with you know family and work and everything and, and time being always been against you with edits i feel much more relaxed because i know oh, i can get a few drafts out and i can i can finalize it and i can get people to look at it so it's kind of getting my template document up getting um getting all the admin and sort of sorted sorting the folders out getting everything ready getting all the plots there and then it's like okay chapter one will the story come out and so so far they have so far they've all come out but I, there's always that lingering doubt of maybe this one won't and it's like, oh, well, if that happens, then that, that's probably it. But so, yeah, it's always just getting started, finding the time to get started is, is the hardest part for me. Yeah. So what's been <clears throat> the most difficult story or the most difficult scene that you've ever had to write? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I, none of them have really been too difficult to really write. Uh, they, some of them have been difficult when I've been – um, in 
in the middle of them. Like I, I just finished the first draft of my my most recent uh, whip yesterday, and I was reading through it, checking for errors and everything. And I was certain that I was going to have to make major changes. I was a hundred percent sure that because I I've been writing it since say, April, so it's uh, been on and off a very stop and start. I stopped to write a couple of other short stories in the meantime, and I was like, "There's no way this is going to hold up." And actually, it, it held up quite well and i was mm. i was quite happy with it and i thought okay maybe i can still i can still change it it still needs refining but it was i was much happier with it than i thought uh but generally i'm 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 quite weird and sadistic in that uh even when i'm writing scenes which are uncomfortable like um maybe scenes of abusive stuff or you know killing uh pets or whatever animals and stuff i i don't usually find it particularly difficult i usually just kind of think okay just write it just write what you can and then look back at it and think is this too extreme and if it is then kind of make those changes or if i'm thinking if i'm feeling particularly sadistic and i'm like maybe i want it to be splatterpunk and really extreme just kind of leave it so it's usually the hardest thing for me is it was definitely with that first um manuscript of nightshade was like looking at this huge pile knowing that so much of it would have to be cut out that that was difficult but I, since uh, since i wrote that story i've learned from it to to not do that to kind of make the first draft as as perfect as i can so yeah. that whenever i'm doing edits it's just kind of refining it and adding adding stuff in or taking it out so yeah it's most things aren't, aren't massively difficult as long as I have a sense of what I'm going to write, if I didn't have an idea, then yeah, that that's probably the most difficult part is trying to think. Okay, I need to put, I need to create a new character now. How are they going to be different? Where do they fit? Um, so that can be difficult. But luckily, especially with shorter stories, if it's only like thirty thousand words, usually I, I I limit the cast to about four characters anyway. So it's it, that that kind of makes it a bit easier. A lot of preparation kind of goes into it to try and make it as easy as possible. <laughs> Fantastic. So have you had any memorable pieces of feedback that sort of like have stuck with you? Um, I've had some. I had Nat, Nat Whitson um, did a review of Stitch Face um, earlier this year and she messaged me and, and asked me how, if I'd been through some of the stuff that was happening in it, because it's very much about uh, a, a mother who, as a teenager, was uh, survived an attack by this kind of Halloween slasher killer, and her whole life has been haunted by the trauma of seeing her friends be killed and like trying to overcome her fears and everything. And she said to me, "Like, is this is like this is so like true to life? This still, I, I really felt this. Did you did you go through some sort of trauma like this?" And I was like, "No, I'm just crazy." I'm just I'm just mental and just kind of dreamed this up and was trying to think how can I put this character for as much hell as possible and just dreamed it up and but just the idea that she was so affected by it that it felt like it was I was pulling from a real experience was was a great compliment because um I was really going for that and uh, a lot of people when they reviewed here there be said oh it, it reminds me of it by Stephen King and I was really happy about that because that was entirely my intention it was um very influenced by it uh with my own spin on it so I was really glad that people made that connection because that's what I was going for um and then miscellaneously and anytime people message me 
or do a review and they say, oh, I, I interpreted it this way. And it is a way I don't think I didn't expect. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a really that's a really good way of looking at it. And I always appreciate that, you know, good or negative, positive or negative feedback. I'm like, it's all feedback. So as long as people have read it, that's that's the main thing for me. Yeah, that's right. So, have you got any exciting projects that you're currently working on? So I just, yeah, I just finished uh, this whip that I've been working on all year. I'm quite excited about that. I'm tentatively hoping to have that. I might even have that out in December, but uh, I know I need to kind of go back to it a bit more. I've got uh, a, sto- a short story featured in an anthology. The first time I've been included in an anthology, it isn't one of my own. It's going to be in Doors of Darkness, hopefully sometime in December. We're not, we haven't got an exact release date yet. And about three other short story pieces uh pending um you know acceptance or rejection from a couple of other places so that's kind of exciting i like uh, i've enjoyed this last couple of years writing three to 5k short stories and sending them out into the ether to try and spread my wings a bit and get a bit more exposure that's been quite exciting but i am the back of my mind i'm hoping that next year i might start focusing on a longer piece uh, but the main reason I, I've been putting that off is because I know it will take me a long time to do. And I, I worry that I will focus on writing a longer piece. It could take maybe a year or a year and a half. And in that time, I won't write anything else because I like to focus on one project at a time and yeah. uh, I kind of will lose relevancy because of that. So I'm mentally kind of come, trying to come up with an idea of, focusing on a longer piece but also giving myself a month or two here or there to write some shorter pieces to kind of just keep keep those going because the acceptance the, you know hearing back from uh from uh submitting a piece can take a long time uh so you have to kind of factor that in where it's like well this this anthology is calling for submissions and the and the the you know the submission deadline is november but you may not hear about any. You may not hear it till March, and it might not be released until September. So that's that's like a year in a way. It's a long time to wait. So um, it's it can be good to have those side projects going at the same time. So I'm I'm quite excited about what's coming up, but I'm also uh, excited about taking a bit of a break because it's been a bit full on. So yeah. always good to take a break. And you also had a story appear in the Unveiling Nightmares magazine, didn't you as well? I did. That was, yeah, that was really um, exciting for me. That's the first time uh, I've been um, paid for a piece to be published. That was exciting. That was on my list. That was, I think there was about six different places I submitted short stories to, and that was one of them. And uh, I was really happy to see that included in there. So that, that was exciting. I hope people enjoy that one. That was fun to write. Fantastic. And people can actually see that on the website as well, because it is on there. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, um, um, keeping uh, I'm keeping an eye on that to see if there's any uh, if I have any other inspiration to to submit for that. <laughs> um, but I I do have a thing of like uh, when you've uh, submitted to one place and been accepted, like an anthology or a magazine, I kind of feel like um, it's it's kind of a good idea to maybe give it give it a, a bit of a break. Before, like if you submit every single time, it's kind of you could. I don't know. I like I like to see fresh, fresh, fresh uh, names every time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't like to force it. Like I was asked to submit a short story for um, an autumn themed piece earlier this year, 
and I had two other uh, submission pieces I was working on and my whip all at the same time. And I just didn't have, I'd, I'd already, Stitch Face is very Halloween based. I then wrote another short story that was Halloween based that came out in um, uh, Tales from Deranged Minds recently. And then this autumn anthology was also quite Halloween based. And I was like, I don't think I've got any more Halloween left in me, to be honest. Um, so I, and I just, I just, I think the deadline was like a week and a half. And I was like, yeah, I, and the, the, uh, the max word count was something like 20,000 words. And I always like to aim for the maximum word count. I was like, I, I don't think I can meet, meet this, which was a shame. I really wanted to be including that, but I was like, well, I'll, I'll pin the tab and uh, come back to it and maybe uh, prepare something uh, and sort of bank it and maybe we'll see what happens. So what advice would you give to somebody who wants to write a horror book? I think um, my main piece of advice is to give yourself a break. Um, I think a lot of writers put so much pressure on themselves and that's not some, a lot of people write and perform better under that pressure, but I, I do think it, it, it ends up adding up. Like a lot of people have a lot of self-doubt and um, kind of will write a lot of work and then kind of ditch it or think it's not very good. And I'm like, I feel like if you just give yourself a bit of a break, uh, then maybe, maybe that will help kind of the way you look at your work. But definitely um, if you're writing horror, like don't be afraid to kind of, push the boundaries a bit don't don't worry about if you're going to upset people because it's horror that's kind of the point is to not necessarily just to scare but also to make people cringe and to make them uncomfortable and to make them think a little bit differently or to make even if it even if it's to make them feel a bit nauseated but if you've got the story in you then write the story you want to write and then once you've got it out you can think about editing it or changing it or cutting some stuff from it but just keep you know just write what you want to write and what you've got in your head and uh, and don't don't compromise that that vision uh unless unless you know you have to for for to be accepted to a submission but even then um you know you want to try and stay as true to your vision as you can fantastic so tell us where we can find your books so all my books are on on uh, amazon on .com and .co.uk um so they're all on there they're all available as ebooks uh, they're all available as paperback and quite a few are available as hardback as well um if if you're so inclined i've recently did some changes because uh, amazon changed their uh fee policy so i i did some edits to the books to make the page count a bit shorter uh, to reduce the price of quite a few of them uh, I also just came off the back of uh, a free uh, promotion. Uh, the, so because of that, there won't be another one for a little while because Amazon likes to give you a bit of a, a gap for that. Um, but yeah, they're all they're all on Amazon, easily easily searchable. Fantastic! <coughs> well, it's been wonderful having you on the show, uh, Stuart. So, um, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, I, I'm really glad to, to have come on and to have had a chat with you. It's been nice uh, connecting with you, and uh, I kind of bombarded you a bit where I was like, "Oh, can I come on the podcast?" Oh, actually, I'm also submitting uh, to your magazine, and uh, <laughs> but it's been it's been really fun. Uh, it's been really fun uh, connecting with you and uh, and seeing the different uh, avenues that you're offering to indie writers. And I've been trying to share it as much as I can. Uh, my reach is only really on Facebook and Threads at the moment, but 
I, I still network with quite a few authors. And uh, when I um, when I do, especially to those who haven't been published or uh, have something coming up and they need to promote themselves, I usually drop a few names and uh, yours is one of them that I've been pushing to them. So hopefully yeah. uh, people will reach out. Uh, and I, I would say to listeners, if you have a book and you want to promote it, like don't be afraid to do like a podcast or something. So it doesn't, it's not always on a camera uh, and it's just fun to talk about your work, especially to, to people who are actually interested in hearing about it. So thanks for having me on to, to rant. No, you very.